You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. Hi, everyone. My name is Leah. I am on the business development team with Vendo. Welcome to our Vendo Podcast. Um, Vendo is an extension of your D2C brand. That is our philosophy. And we talk to businesses every day, whether they are on Amazon or not. And a big concern for these brands is whether or not Amazon would be a cannibal for their D2C customers. Um, I'm here with Nick and Daria today to kind of go over what we do on our end. Hi everyone, I'm Daria. I'm the digital media buyer here at Vendo and I help to drive external traffic from Facebook, Google Ads, TikTok, Pinterest, Snapchat, you name it, back to Amazon. And I am Nicholas Martinez, the senior marketing strategist here at Vendo. And I handle all things marketing, whether on the marketplace, on Amazon, on Walmart, or off Amazon, off Walmart, uh, driving uh, traffic back to the marketplaces. Very nice. Um, so today I'd love to pick your guys' brain on some of the things that we get approached with um, by our brands. Um, one of the main concerns is what are some of our examples of the pre-purchases, uh, marketing and advertising processes to drive traffic to Amazon on Walmart without cannibalizing a brand's D2C customer? Yeah, that's a very valid concern from our customers indeed. So first of all, when we uh, create ad campaigns, pre-purchase on Walmart or Amazon and driving external traffic, let's say from Facebook, there are various um, techniques that you can use. First, when you create Facebook ad campaign, you can exclude all of the existing audiences to D2C. Let's say you can exist 180 days past purchasers. All of the traffic that came to that website, you can exclude that. Then if you have access to customers' uh, Facebook pixel, you can also exclude their custom audiences, their email list, their Facebook engagers, their um, Instagram engagers, all of the visitors to those social media sites. And then you can also exclude all of the add to cars and, to carts and purchases. If you're running Google ad campaigns, you can also exclude in-segment audiences, similar to Facebook custom audiences. And you can also exclude all of the keywords that, cost, that the brand is currently using for their D2C campaigns. There are various techniques that you can use and you can definitely exclude their, their existing traffic to the website and not cannibalize it. Yeah, and just to add to that, um... Something that you can do to start off with audiences that aren't um, your your D to C audience is, of course, create you know unique audiences. So Daria talked about how we can exclude those audiences, um, but you also still need to be able to create new audiences, right? And um, one of the ways that we're able to do this very specifically to your current Amazon and Walmart customers is by exporting the data that uh, the two platforms provide to you. So there's different tricks and tips on how to get your customers information out of those um, manual reports. You know, you can get names, you can get um, shipping addresses, billing addresses. And uh, of course, you know, most people know nowadays, uh, Facebook has so much data, Google has so much data, all you have to do is import those names and those addresses. You don't even have to have the, the email anymore. And you're gonna be able to match up those exact customers with uh, their profile on Facebook um, or, or Instagram or wherever you're, you're advertising to. So you can, you can upload those contacts and you can create lookalike audiences. So let's say you have 5,000 
pieces of data on 5,000 customers, right? You import that in, you, you, you create a lookalike kind of mirrored audience to target 1 million people, let's say, that look very similar to those 5,000. So now you've taken data on your Amazon or Walmart audience, not your D2C audience, and you've mag magnified it and maximized it to, to be millions and millions of people. And then now you're, you're targeting those people and you're excluding your D2C audience and you're driving a new fresh batch of uh, likely highly converting people to, to your Amazon or Walmart product pages um, to, to purchase. And those are proprietary processes that were developed in-house by our um, functional experts, right? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of work that goes in um, to, to uh, you know, streamlining all of that. It's, it's not as simple as just, you know, downloading a report and uploading it. There's a lot of different tools and softwares that have to uh, communicate between one another um, so that you know, you know, if that person actually purchased on Amazon or, or on on Walmart um, and, and, and to make sure um, that you're collecting their, their data along the way. Um, and so that actually takes us into to our next point, I think, which is about collecting that data along the way. Um, so Daria, I don't know if you wanna talk to some of the ways you do that through your Facebook flows, many chat flows, all that fun stuff. Definitely. As all of us know, uh, Amazon is very protective of its own data and they're not allowed to install any pixels like Facebook pixel or Google tags or TikTok pixels. But we created workarounds. So first we use landing pages. They're great third-party softwares that you can use that already pre-built landing pages for you. Or you can use any landing page builder and create your own landing page. The beauty of the landing page is that you can actually uh, collect customer data and um, you can distribute, for example, Amazon coupons. Once customer lands on that landing page from Facebook or Google, you can offer them a whatever percentage coupon and then you can collect their first name, last name and email. And by doing that, you can actually track that customer if they use that coupon or not. And secondly, you can use it for uh, custom audiences and lookalike audiences. So you can start lead generation and collect emails. Um, another, um, another way is to create uh, various audiences. So we were talking about excluding audiences from your campaigns, but also uh, when you see what kind of audiences the brand is using for their D2C, you can start exploring new audiences. And by doing that, you will not collide with their uh, current audiences. Same with Google. If you look at the list of the keywords that customer is targeting, you can start uh, targeting completely various um, and different keywords. So you're not cannibalizing their traffic. Oh, so we are excluding and adding right. to grow our, our brands. Going. Yep. Uh, perfect. Um, and then can we talk a little bit about the post purchase processes? Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, those, those were several examples of, of pre-purchase, but what about, you know, you've gotten a customer on Amazon or Walmart um, and now you want to try and own that customer data, right? Um, so that you can remarket to them so that you can essentially just communicate with them in any way that you would had they made that purchase on your website, right? Um, and so in order to do that, you have to get some piece of contact information. So this is assuming that you hadn't gathered that information pre-purchase and now you need to gather it post-purchase. 
Um, and there's there's two two ways that we go about this, and we've actually done uh, uh, podcast episodes on this previously. So feel free to check out those episodes, and and uh, it'll go into much more depth. But um, those those two topics are how we use insert cards and how we use postcard mailers. Um, so insert cards obviously are are pretty straightforward. Um, you know the name explains a lot, um, and and I know a lot of us see postcard or product insert cards in our in our orders that we get on Amazon. Um, but have you ever seen an insert card that incentivizes or entices or compels, however you want to say it? people to go to a landing page and leave their email. Um, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Um, we've been doing this here at Vendo for several years and it's been highly effective. Um, and so basically you're, you're enticing that person to go to a landing page, maybe by offering them a discount or a free product or some kind of offer. They're giving us their email. Maybe if we're doing SMS text message marketing, we also wanna ask for their phone number or you wanna ask for both. Uh, we can do that. And so what you're doing is you're building up your email list or SMS list of customers that purchased off of Amazon. And then you can do whatever you want with that. If you want to drive them back to your D2C site, that would really not be cannibalizing your D2C uh, business, right? Um, you know, here at Vendo, we like to leverage those, uh, those contacts and drive them back to Amazon to continue that incremental growth. But it's your contact, it's your customer to do with as you wish. Um, and so that's how we do it through insert cards, postcard mailers, um, uh, same idea. It's just a different way of communicating the offer, um, sending it in the, in the mail, leveraging some of the tips and tricks I alluded to earlier um, that allow us to get the customer's um, uh, mailing address. Um, and of course, we do so in a way that's consistent with the brand image, not spammy, um, just really clean and, and sophisticated process. Yeah, I've definitely gotten um, some of those spammy looking, you can get 5% off and then you get to the website and it's just a blank page. Nothing compared to what I've seen Vando capable of. I've seen a lot of the um, inserts and gone to the landing pages and it's just a whole different um, scale. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, no one no one likes to be spammed nowadays. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's timely with the product that the customers bought. So, you know, if you're someone that just bought this $20 item and then you see something in the mail postcard with that $20 item offering it to you for free next time and, you know, all you got to do is leave it, leave an email. Um, that's pretty low barrier to get a free item. And, you know, in those previous podcasts, we also use these for other way, uh, reasons such as um, generating reviews. Um, but, but the idea here is, is that you're going to own your customer and you're going to be able to remarket to them for your Amazon or Walmart business or for your D2C business, however um, uh, you'd like to, to move forward with that. Um, and that actually brings me to one more uh, topic that I had wanted to mention earlier, um, going back to pre-purchase strategies. Um, we have a lot of brands we work with that have uh, people on their email list that they consider dormant. Um, or dead, <laughs> not literally dead, but um, definitely dead in the eyes of the brand. Um, so, you know, the, the brands can decide how they want to define that. Um, you know, maybe they've tried emailing a customer 10 times and that customer hasn't taken action and purchased off the D2C site. Maybe it's been six months and 10 emails. Who, you, however the brand wants to say 
you know, th this is a dormant customer. I don't think they're ever going to come back and purchase off my site. Unfortunately, they bought once and for whatever reason, I can't get them back. Well, that's a good opportunity to see if Amazon or Walmart is going to be the difference maker. And so we've worked with a lot of brands where we've developed email campaigns off Amazon, off Walmart, you know, Clavio, MailChimp, whatever system you use. And we target these customers with a discount on Amazon. And we have several case studies for this. The worst case study, 10% of those customers came back and purchased on Amazon, 10%. So had it been, a, you know, an email list of a thousand, that's a hundred people that they just got, that they just recovered because Amazon for whatever reason or Walmart was more compelling to them than buying off the site. Um, the best case scenario I've seen is where 61% of the customers on that dormant list made a purchase. And I've even seen where customers will not just come back and make a purchase, but they'll sign up for a recurring delivery through Amazon subscribe and save program. So that's even bigger, right? You not only got them back for one repeat purchase, but now you've got them, you know, um, on a recurring delivery and that's going to obviously create um, a, a, a higher customer lifetime value, which drives incremental growth. So another way there, we've got lots of ideas. <laughs> Just to add to that, the whole notion of cannibalization, I think, is wrong because B2C and Amazon are all the parts of your business's ecosystem. So sometimes, like Nick said, parts of your email or segments of your email list are not working for your D2C. They would work for your Amazon because on Amazon, you have a free shipping for Prime members, right? or you have another uh, offers or coupons. Similar to that, if you have any Amazon lists and those were, were not working for your Amazon customers, you can actually start using that email list or that audiences for your D2C customers. So it's all part of one ecosystem and we, we definitely recommend a hybrid approach. Agree. Excellent, excellent. Well, I, I think that's, uh, do we have any, I mean, I, I've got, I could talk all day, but I think- uh, I know. I, I can go into lots, um, but we can keep it strictly to cannibalization because we can go for hours. Well, why don't, why don't we uh, get everyone excited for a part two? We'll, we'll have a part two down the road and we can, we can go yeah. into details. We'll have a part two. You guys comment and let us know what you want to hear. If you have someone who knows a brand, let us know uh, what their biggest concerns are. And we'd love to touch on that next time for sure. Yeah, thank you everyone. Uh, feel free to leave a comment below or email us at uh, hello at vendocommerce.com and uh, we'd be happy to set up a call or, or chat. Yeah, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Vendo Commerce. All right, thanks everyone.